Hello, everybody. Here I'm there to talk about Anchor. It's one of the best podcast uh, platforms that you can you can uh, go on. You can put all your podcasts on Apple, Google, any place. Any place to put up your podcast, you could all do it in one place. Anchor has all the tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from the phone or computer. And you can distribute any of your, your podcasts on any platform like Apple, Spotify, Anchor, you know, Anchor, Stitcher, iHeart, everything. It's everything you need you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. And let me tell you, I have had great experience with Anchor. Download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started today. That is Anchor FM to get started today. Welcome to Cindy and Joe's show. I'm Joe. I'm Cindy. And we are between the whistles, and we are talking the Red Wings. Absolutely, because we're your hometown team. Now, it wasn't a good. It wasn't a good three last three games for the Red Wings. But what is it with the tribe drums going on here? I'm just curious. Because it's called down with the sickness. And listen, <laughs> I am down with being sick because the Red Wings played like absolute garbage. <laughs> Well, they certainly did not play the hockey that uh, we've kind of gotten accustomed to here over the last few weeks. No, and I don't know what it is, but that game against Chicago, I mean, I watched I watched the whole game. And let me tell you something. If you ever wanted a, 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 a glimpse into what a team looks like when they aren't mentally prepared to play the game, that was it in the first period. Well, you know, they were just they, they looked they looked like they looked like uh they looked like you know sometimes when you're in high school you kind of you kind of throw together a project last minute and you go <laughs> oh this will do it and then you get there and you're like and you're you're hearing some of these people talk and you're like oh my god well I, I want to be the last one because I yeah this I isn't gonna to, cut it I need to get my my stuff together and that's what the Robins were and you know a lot of people will blame Jeff Lasho. They'll blame... They always want to blame Jeff Blaschel, no matter what. They'll blame Jeff Blaschel for this, but the reality of the situation is even Bill Larkin said it, and Danny DeKaiser said it, and a lot of the players echoed it. It's self-accountability. You know, that's what they preach. You know, that's... Even even when Scotty Bowman was a coach, he preached accountability, you know, from the players themselves, you know? Like Stevie Y, like he always told Stevie Y, if you can't be accountable by yourself, how how can I ever hold you accountable? You know. Absolutely, and you know that's the thing is any successful organization, any successful individual, does take responsibility and is accountable for their shortcomings or for their their uh, you know lack of performance, and you have to do that if you in order to adequately address it and fix it. Yeah, and the, the reality of the situation is, I love what Dylan Larkin said. You know, he said, you know, we weren't prepared to come to play in the first period, but we did come back in the second period. But if you want to play meaningful hockey down the stretch, we can't do that ever again. No, because, you know, once you start getting into the, you know, closer to the playoffs and you start elevating that game. Yeah, things start ramping up. Yeah, you can't afford to to take a period off. No. There's, there's just, there doesn't allow for a win in a playoff situation. And I think what people need to understand, uh, Red Wings fans need to understand is that they have a margin of error that is very, very slim. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
like you're a politician, you when you go to do elections, there's some politicians that have this big margin of error where they can make a mistake here and there, and they'll still get elected. Or there's some that they make they have a small margin of error, and they they won't get elected if they make a stupid comment or they do something stupid. The Romans are at that limit where they can't do anything that's going to hurt them. No, they can't afford to get it wrong. They cannot afford to take stupid penalties. They can't afford to uh, come out unprepared. They can't afford, they have to do this right. They have to not only has to be very well planned, it has to be incredibly well executed. So if either of their, there's failures, either in either one of those things, they're going to have themselves a very difficult time getting through the playoffs. And what a shame that would even be to work your butt off to get to the playoffs despite all odds and then be ill-prepared. You just can't do it. It's not fair to the team. It's not fair to us fans. They have to, they have to step it up and take each game as seriously as if it were game seven of the finals. It, that's that's how it is because you know a lot of people I see it on the message boards you know like the wing wheel, uh, Detroit Red Wings talk uh, all that those groups on Facebook and I see it all the time, I see it on Twitter a lot too is, you know a lot of them think that this team is ready to compete at a high level and they're not they, right now they're a one line team, and they have a slim margin of error for every every game like they can't do some of the things that Tampa Bay can get away with, they can't do some of the things that Boston can get away with. Or Florida. Florida's a that's a good team, but you you look at the, you look at the rubbings and you go, just hold serve until Verona comes back. If you if you stay within the uh, a six point you know of the wild card, you might have a shot to to come back and, and gain some ground and make the playoffs. Yeah, well, it, but they're not going to do it making putting in uh, a lackadaisical effort or putting in an average effort. Uh, you know, Herb Brooks, one of my favorite guys, right? You know I love Herb Brooks. Yep. And, you know, he's famous for telling that um, gold medal team back in 1980, gentlemen, you don't have enough talent. You have to outwork them. And the Wings are in the same position. It's not that they don't have talent, because they do. But they have got to outwork everybody else, and they've got to bring 200% effort all the time. They can't afford to sit back on their laurels. They don't have that much talent. You know, I look at I look at uh, Philip Zidane, right? I look at him, and I look at the how he's been playing. He's kind of a, he's been he hasn't been good. He's at three points since November, which is not good. You know, one of the things that they tell you all the time in sports: if you're not good on offense, you can definitely play defense. <laughs> and that's the thing that's really Zidane is struggling with right now. He can't. He's he's not back checking good enough. He's not doing. You know, a lot of those guys, like Domestikov, that's another guy, you know, that's, I know that's your boy and everything. That's my boy, hi, Vlad. But for the last couple of weeks, he has been brutal defensively. Like, the goals that he has been on the ice for, that he has not done a good job of playing defense, back-checking the guy, and, and you know, he, they've been brutal. Like, the game yesterday, he should have been back-checking Debrinket, and he, he totally let off, and that's when Debrinket scored. Like, you can't... You can't do those things. If you're a championship team, or even if you have an ounce of morals, you can't, you can't uh, let out. Like you, you, you don't have the your your team doesn't have the skill yet to get to that point. They're still early in the rebuild. They got the they got the good guys coming soon, but they need effort. Right. You need to give effort. 
Well, that's it. And I think that they found themselves in a place where, you know, they thought they were clicking pretty good. I think they kind of expect, you know, we're kind of taking some things for granted. And at the, as a result, uh, they just, they, they had, they were in a slump. They're just, they're in a slump. They've got to get themselves out of it because if they're going to have a shot at this, they've got to do it better than everybody else. That's the reality. It, you know, the funny thing about it, though, is you look at the Red Wings and, it, and one of the things that is, is polarizing is, you know, a lot of people think that, like, they think that you can be, that you, you're close. You know, they think that they, they, a lot of Red Wings fans, the, a lot of them think that you can just go, we're going to be in the playoffs, you know. Mm-hmm. But this team isn't close yet. Right. Like it, 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 if you look at this team, if you watch this team religiously, you watch them a couple days a week, and you watch other teams play hockey. It's night and day. Like if you watch, if you watch a team like, like Florida, right, or Colorado, or or Tampa Bay, or Toronto, or Boston, there's one thing that they always have, and this is partly because of the Red Wings being a little bit younger. And some are not as skilled as they should be, but like they're never out of position. With the Rebels, they're out of they're out of position a lot, and that's because they're a young they're a younger group. But a lot of times, their effort really isn't there. Like they're especially in the, the third and fourth line. Like the only person I see giving effort is Giovanni Smith, Rasmussen. You know. Well, I can, think can, can I give it to the fans? Yeah. And, and the great state of Michigan. Yeah, go ahead. For sure. I mean, the Red Wings are no different than the Lions. It doesn't matter what they do. They're going to be sold out. And, and people are going to go and support those dudes. Yeah, but here's the, pro- here's the problem with that, though, is, is if you are a guy who works on the line, you work at a, on assembly line. You're not going and paying. That's cool. You're not going and paying yeah. 125 dollars to go watch a shitty product. Like you're not going to do that. Like at least at least the only team that can sell out. You're saying the choir. The only right. team that can sell out and be god awful is the Lions, and that's because football is king, and football will always be king. My my grandfather, my hero. He attended both Red Wings and Lions games as he provided for his family. He still he took his wife for a night out. Yeah, like. But nowadays you can't do that because if you do, if oh, he busted his ass. Yeah, but nowadays out. you can't do that because if you go to, if you go to a Red Wings game, you pay for by the time you pay for your your wife's ticket, your husband's ticket, mm-hmm. you're paying three hundred dollars. And then you're paying for parking, and then obviously you're going to eat something because you're not going to go there and not eat oh, absolutely. something. Absolutely. And by the time you're, you're spending four hundred bucks, so it's not it's not like it's a cheap date. But you you could say you could say, honey, you you, you don't really want to eat that, do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> you're not really that hungry now, are you? <laughs> you don't want that slice of little Caesar's pizza, do you? And I didn't mean to take you guys off course, so get back to where you're going. All I was saying is that we got diehard fans. That's just, that's no, they, they, they do have diehard. They do have diehard fans. But the reality, Pete, they're not going anywhere. Well, I know, but Those the reality, teams are the, alive. the reality of the situation is, and this brings up, you bring up a good point though, is if you're the Red Wings, if you're the Lions, if you're the Tigers, if you're the Pistons, yeah, we're going on a decade. 
And we'll talk about this in the next segment about the about the which team we think that's gonna get better quicker or be has has promise. We'll go team by team. But if you look at if you look if you're if you're an eight year old, right? If you're eight years old in 20, 2012, right? You're now what are you talking about? I was. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. You're 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 uh, you're, uh, you're uh, seventy uh, years old. You're ninety now. <laughs> oh, oh, listen. If you were if you were eight years old ten years ago, you're tw- you're eighteen now, and you have in your prime years you have not seen your teams compete at a high level. That's an embarrassment. And, you, and the problem is in today's day and age with Instagram and, uh, and TikTok. Here's what you got the problem. You. When I grew up, I grew up with the Red Wings being good, right? I grew up with the Tigers contending for a World Series every year. Joe. I grew Joe. up. What? Me and Cindy had the C84. Right. I didn't, I, I didn't get C84, okay? That's true. We did. We saw 1984. I'm still searching for my first Tigers World Series title. Because, <laughs> uh, listen, don't get me started on that. I know. And listen. Say it, throw it in there. That's I've. Okay. I, I have watched those teams, and I grew um like I grew a fan of them because I watched great teams. These right. kids growing up nowadays, they haven't seen. I don't know how the hell we didn't get it with Verlander and the boys. I don't know how they didn't either. That's I, a that's I, a that's a that's, a, that's, that's a horse. That's a horrible subject. It's a goddamn. Boy. Well, you know, speaking of since you're making all these this age referencing, um, talking about the Red Wings when it comes to their age and that this is a young team. They lack what many young people lack, and that is discipline. They lack discipline, which is why they're out of position oftentimes, which is why you see them be so streaky. Um, You can see why Jeff Blashell has lost more hair since he's been coach. (laughs) Right, exactly. And, you know, there's one guy that actually, you know, we talk about, I know Zadina was, you know, kind of the great hope and and all this kind of thing. And, you know, he just was a a flashy kind of guy, flashy player. You know, and uh, that makes for, you know, great viewing or whatever. Winnie's hot, but he lacks consistency. This whole team lacks consistency. When they find that, they're going to find a much more consistent stride, and then they're gonna, you're going to see them get to the playoffs without too much trouble. Then they're, that's what's going to make them an elite team. One guy who's been, I think, far more consistent that I think needs, uh, should be getting some more ice time, should be getting some more looks, and that's Joe Valeno. Joe Valeno's been far more reliable. He's been good, yeah. He's been really good. Yeah, than Zadina has been. And I think he can bring far more to the line than than Zadina does. But, you know, there has to be some reason why Jeff Blaschel has, has, you know, Zadina in the lineup as opposed to to Valeno. But, um, again, consistency, uh, experience breeds consistency, breeds success. I agree with that. And you know what? Here's here's the reality. Back to the point that, that Butch made. Was listen, these kids that are growing up right now, they grew up when they grew up at eight years old. Now they're eighteen. They haven't seen a good team yet, which means they haven't they haven't relished into the fandom kind of thing of watching your team go and try to win a Stanley Cup, or watching your team go to try to win a World Series, or watching the Pistons actually win a playoff game. Because they haven't won a playoff game in ten years since two thousand eight. That's pretty freaking bad. It's pretty awesome when they do, isn't it? it okay, it is because the. But yeah. here's what I'm saying though: you're losing a whole generation of fans because they don't have the same passion that you grew up with. You know, right, right. Like we're not, we're not. 
We're not some garbage ass city. It's Detroit. You, you, you. Fan base is strong. The, the Detroit sports fans are are loyal to the T. You know, which these these younger people, they're not as loyal to the T. They're not like, you know, they're not there for the count. So these teams that are that are, the Red Wings, the Tigers, the Pistons, and the Lions need to get their crap together because yep. they are missing out. They are not giving the fans that are young fans the. The joy of what I saw with the Red Wings, what I saw with the Tigers, yeah. what I saw with the Pistons. I mean, you guys seen it with the Tigers, you guys seen it with the Pistons. And I mean, I can get a little straight about it and say, listen, you have a fan base, you're selling out. They're not selling out, though. They're, they are. They're not selling out, though. Oh, yeah, corporately they're not, they are. They're not selling out, though. They are. They're not. No, they're not. They're not. They're making money. They're making money, but they're not. See, you're missing the whole point. No, I'm not. You're, you're missing the whole point because you're missing the whole point because, like in sports business, they don't want to just make money. They want to make buku money. That is a difference. Like when the Tigers had three million people come through the gates. You know what they were seeing? Ching, cha ching, cha ching. Right, cha-ching, but you stab me from. I'm, I'm a type of person, and I encourage a lot of people to be like me. I don't fucking care. You, know, you are getting paid, and you are making money. Now get it done. And I'm not saying you won't get a championship, but you better try. Well, I think it's bringing. And up. I'm sick of these little half-ass parties we're having with a lot of those four teams. Listen, I think that the Lions, the Tigers, the Red Wings, Pistons—they need to get their crap together, and especially the Red Wings, because the Red Wings, out of all the teams in Detroit, have a storied tradition of. Winning and winning and winning and winning and winning, and hell yeah, and we pay for it. And these, they should. And these, and these guys like Dylan Larkin, Tyler Bertuzzi, Lucas Raymond, Moritz Sider, they're starting to show what you know those great teams had, which was talent, heart, the dedication. They had those guys, but they need more of those guys because if you're going to become a champion, you need a guy like on the third line like Draper, Maltby, right. McCarty. I mean. You need you need a guy like uh, you need a guy like on a second line like Sergei Fedorov like those were all time greats. Well, and I think that the Red Wings are in the process of building that. But again, I think they're young. I think that you know they still have they have to find their stride. They have to get some consistency. They've got to get some um, discipline. And I still think that there's some tweaking left to do. And I think that as we pointed out last week, Stevie's starting to kind of look around for a little bit in the bargain bin to see what he can possibly pick up here with the trade deadline approaching. And it would not surprise me one bit to see a couple of these uh, underperforming <clears throat> wings, uh, you know, hit the block and um, and have Stevie bring on some uh, some additional uh, change makers. I, I think we're going to see that. Because you looked on the pike, they do have good prospects coming out. Phenomenal prospects. You got Edvinson coming up. He's going to be outstanding. Niederbach, Bergeron. Kosa. You got Kosa. Uh, I mean, you've got some really great possibles coming up, but they have to develop and they're going to have to get let, let, me, let me throw out there plain and simple. The Red Wings with Steve Eiserman. Awesome. Um, we'll see. But, uh, The talent is going to be there. The chemistry is the hard part. 
It's always, it's always a hard part, but the problem the problem with the Robins right now is they don't play. They, chemistry is going to be the key. It's not even the chemistry right now. It it's, is. It's, it's not. It's going to be. It's not really the chemistry because they've mm-hmm. been playing on the same lines. It's a problem that they there's certain players that don't put their max effort. They're inconsistent with their effort. Like the top line, first line, the Larkin, Raymond, Bertuzzi. Mm-hmm. You see the effort every game. Well, maybe the wrong person's getting in their ears. I mean, no, I think I think they're just I just I think that there's a lot of guys that should not be playing uh, meaningful minutes, but they have to because they're they're thin they're Absolutely. thin at those they're spots. Being paid to, but it doesn't matter if you're getting paid because there's a lot of there's a, there's a lot of bad players that get paid, signed, send them home. Uh, it doesn't work like that. You can't just really? you can't just send someone home because then you got sometimes it does. No, nah, in NHL it don't work that way because if you send What's someone if, if, if you send no nah, because if you send someone home, you buy out their contract to go against your salary cap and then you're taking up space for something that you really can't. Well, no. I know, but at some point that's fine. Not when you're rebuilding. I I think that it's just a matter of a couple of. You know, Steve is going to take a very surgical approach to this. You can see last night when they interviewed him on, on a TNT broadcast uh, in the first period. You can see it. Stevie Y was kind of pissed off. <laughs> like, he, I, he, he doesn't show that he's pissed off, but you know he's pissed off. You know, he's kind of got that sneaky... You like, know what I think? He gets that, like, tick in his jaw. He, no, Watch him get a tick in his he jaw. Was, he gets he really was, he, you could tell he was kind of pissed off because he started to stutter for a little bit. And that's not like Stevie Y. You know? <laughs> he was, he was very, very, like... Well, I wish we wouldn't have got, you know, wish we wouldn't have been playing like this, but, you know, and it, you could tell, like, he wanted to go down there and, like, ream someone, uh, you know. Oh, and I'll bet he did. I'll bet he did, no doubt. Uh, but I think that the the question is, can the Red Wings turn this around in time and then stay consistent enough to earn themselves a wild card spot? I hope that they can. I do believe they have the talent to do it. But I, I think Butch is right in some respects. I think it's a matter of chemistry and getting that chemistry to work all the way and throughout all of those lines because they're going to need every bit of it to to get into that spot. And I would love to see them have a shot at it because they have so much talent that's come on the line this year. I'd love to see them have a shot at it. I, I would too, but the problem, you know, they need to get their... their it's kind of like come to Jesus moment. They need to come to Jesus' moment for sure. <laughs> they need to come to anybody who can help. You know, they need to go up to the top. You but know? you know, I look. No, I mean it would work. I look. I look at their leaders. They all believe it. I, I look. At, I look at their 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 their, uh, their goals leader. Right. Tyler Bertuzzi has twenty. Larkin has twenty. Fabry has twelve. Uh, Raymond has eleven. Nemeskov eleven. Suter ten. And then you look at this drop off four. Four, which they're two defensemen. Four, 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 three, two, two, one, one. That ain't good enough scoring on the on the depth part portion. So, well, when we talked about that last week, they've got a depth problem. They've got to work around that. But again, because of the, they've got a lot of possibility. They've got a lot of promise. But gentlemen, you don't have enough talent. You have to outwork them. That's what it comes down to. That's what the Wings have to do. We, it's going to be up to them. Whether they find themselves in the playoffs or not, it's going to be completely up to this team. And uh, as fans, we can only do so much but hope. And uh, they, I'll, get, I'll, I'll, together, I'll, give but, you, I'll give you three keys for the rest of the season. If they don't do these three things, they're not going to have a shot at the playoffs. 
Go, brother chat. The, the first thing is they need to start. They need to start playing defensive hockey, not playing this crappy. We're gonna we're gonna try to stop you, but we're not gonna try to stop you. Half ass effort. Second part, Bobby. I seen a beautiful picture of Vladimir Konstantinov on my Facebook today. Sorry for interrupting. The second thing is. The Red Wings need to give Nadalkovich kind of less shots because this guy is saving nine. He has a nine twelve save percentage. He's stopping the puck. That's a good save percentage. But they give him so many. They give the opposition so many shots because they can't hold it in the other team's zone. Because besides the first line, they're not that. They're not that good at puck possession. You need to possess the puck, or else you're not going to win games. So possession of the puck is key. And third thing is, I need effort from the third, fourth lines. If you're not going to be, if you're not going to be scoring goals, I need to be good on defense. That goes for Zadina. That goes for Nemestikov. That oh, goes for anybody who's on the third, fourth line. If they think that they can just get by on on, on, on being a, a not a good offensive player, but they can play garbage defense, that's not going to fly. And I don't think it's going to fly with CBY either. Well, and I'll tell you what I think are my three keys to the Red Wings' success and in getting into the playoffs. Number one, you have to get discipline. You yeah. have to start showing some discipline. You've got to stay in position. You can't, no matter what the, the play is that you feel pressured to get out of position, you need to stay in position. Number two, you've got to better execute the power play. Red Wings haven't executed the power play as well as they should or could have. Uh, you, you need to get better on the power play. And, you know, and this kind of goes along with what you said, Joe. you got to keep the puck in the zone. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to score goals if you can't keep the puck in the zone. If it's someone else's zone, forget it. So you got to keep the puck in the zone. you got to get better on the power play. And you got to remain disciplined no matter what happens in the, in the play. Obviously, you have to be flexible, but you also have got to play disciplined hockey. And the wings have got to keep it in the pocket. Those are my three. I would agree with that. I think that's a good, that's good, that's good. Uh, three keys to the rest of the season. So, in other words, we've got For this sure. all figured out. <laughs> we've got this all figured out, but we got to see how the Rebels perform in the next couple games because it's going to be tough. They got Pittsburgh and they got the they got the uh, Maple Leafs, then they got uh, the Ducks and the Kings. That's so, a tough schedule. And you're going against some pretty stiff yeah. competition. <clears throat> And Lucas Raymond needs to pick his ass up because he's falling behind the rookie race, and I'd like to win, like him to win the Calder, not because I have a bet on him or anything, but yeah. You know. <laughs> they got some home games coming up, right? They got an away game against Pittsburgh. Yeah. Home game against Maglis. Home game against Kings. Home game against the Ducks. So we should try and sneak in there. I'll carry the baggage. You guys do the show. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, it's funny because we were uh, we had it all set up to be doing some uh, shows from LCA, and then um, you know, just kind of a couple little bumps on the road, a couple right. of COVID issues and stuff like that. That's okay. We're gonna get back there yet, but I'm, I I kind of like Butch's idea. I, I say we let him sneak it in, and uh, and we kind of sneak in the back door, Joe. Heck yeah! <laughs> like Thomas Holmstrom. This is between the whistles, Detroit. This is your rubbing's conversation. We will see you next segment as we talk about the look, outlook of Detroit sports.